This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This is a Little Empire podcast. Visit us at littleempirepodcast.com and on Twitter at littleempirepod. The following episode contains spoilers for the first half of Sing, uh, the movie about singing. And it contains no spoilers for the second half of the movie about singing, Sing, because we didn't see it. (laughs) We walked out at half time. Why? Because we are... That's right, we're the Walkout Boys. Welcome to Walkout Boys, the podcast where myself, Nick Sampson, and me, Joseph Moore, go see a brand new release film at the cinema, and then leave exactly halfway through it. And then we try and guess what happens in the second half of the movie that we didn't see. Let's let's talk about it. Hmm. It's starting to take its toll, Nick. I, last week we went to see Star Wars. Yes. And then I went to see it again. And I didn't like it when I saw half of it. And then when I saw the whole thing, I did like it. So what you've... I think that it, your inf- <laughs> your findings from the past like twenty odd weeks are that movies are better if you've seen the end. <laughs> no, I think, but I just I instantly disconnect from the films I see half of because I I know I know I'll never see how they end, so I don't care for anyone and I don't wish to uh, emote uh, right. with their stories. Yeah, do you find that? Yes, definitely. And I also found, I watched uh, Green Room, um, just, you know, not for the podcast. Wow. And, uh, a, um, a self-move. Yeah, yeah. Self-move. And I uh, I got to a bit over halfway, and then I had to go off and do something. And then in my mind, I was like, well, I've seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but really, I, I did not. And then I watched the end of it. I was like, oh, that is a good feeling. We should do it more often. We should We should treat ourselves... Because I've seen far more half films than I've seen full films this year. Yeah, it's like a dumb human experiment <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> so we saw half of uh, Sing, the movie about uh, animals and their dreams of singing. And it's a kid's movie. Uh, and it's CGI, obviously. And it's like... Look, we got to just break this film down. But first, Nick, before we do that, can we just quickly uh, check in on our friend James Cromwell? Okay, yes, certainly. Um, James Cromwell is is the actor who played uh, the farmer in Babe, and um, we a few po- episodes back, we forgot his name and that he was alive. So we've made a promise to every every week chicken to see if James Cromwell is indeed alive. And, and Cromwell. Cromwell. All right, Nick, you've done the research this week. First of all, the, the question, is he still alive and kicking? He's most definitely alive. <laughs> oh, fantastic. He is very much alive. Um, and this is what my big discovery this week is he's on Twitter. What? James Cromwell's on Twitter. What's his at? Uh, just at uh, James O. Cromwell. So I don't know. You sure it's him and not his like Irish cousin? No, well, there's a picture of him. This is the great thing because it's not verified. So I thought, my immediate thought was, 
well, this is a fake account. Someone's, you know, trying to mislead yeah. us into It's the- like a Bill Murray parody. You, you do just inspirational quotes under the name uh, James Cromwell. Yeah. But then I lo- you look at it and you're like, and he's only got 3,000, he's got 3,500 followers. Um, but you look on it and you're like, this is, this could be him because- He's tweeting a lot about fracking, um, which, you know, we all know James Cromwell is, is a, a passionate. He's passionate about his causes. But the, so the main thing that, that I liked about his Twitter account is that at the very, his pinned tweet is a video that says, will this do at verified? So I think he's been trying to get verified for a while and they, they haven't done it. And it's a video of him doing this. That'll do, pig. That'll do. It's him saying. It's him saying that'll do, pig. It's incredible. a video of him in a forest somewhere, <laughs> presumably Standing Rock. I don't know. Um, and he's wow. So Twitter are refusing to verify James Cromwell. This is this, this is, is the a reason fucking that people don't know his name and people think he's dead. It's Twitter's fault. Just like Facebook pushed his fake news onto us during the election, Twitter is is pushing fake celebrities by verifying the likes of... We have friends who are verified. Yeah. Nobody cares about them. No. Verify James... Stop verifying the hosts of the male gaze <laughs> and verify James goddamn Cromwell, okay? Now, if you listen to this podcast, I, please, let's get this happening. A tweet, verify... Hashtag... Verify Cromwell. Get James O. Cromwell verified. <laughs> James O. Cromwell. We're going to decide on a hashtag. Was it get, get James O. Cromwell? <laughs> um, a lot. Uh, okay. What's the hashtag? I think it's get James Cromwell verified. That's good. Okay. Right. Hashtag get James Cromwell verified. We're going we're to make this happen. The man is a legend. Yes. Okay. That right. won't do Twitter. Well, that was. Uh, that, that won't was- do. <laughs> so let's talk about Sing. So The Sing is a movie uh, about a young koala played by Matthew McConaughey, which right off the bat, you're like... Oh, he's like 35. Oh, he's, yeah. Sorry. He's, you know, a, yeah, he's not young. He's not, I mean, he's a young man in the scheme of... He's koalas. Koala. <laughs> yeah. Well, how, how long do koalas live? No idea. Right. Well, he's a 35-year-old koala, so... If, if that- all right. All right. <laughs> I feel like we don't need to get bogged down in, is he a young man or not? He's 35. Yeah. Which isn't young for children who are watching the film. They'll think he's an old man. Okay. So from a child's perspective, it's about a bunch of old men <laughs> and old women <laughs> going about their business of trying to win $100,000 in a singing competition. Yes. So he's a koala. that They live in what? Like San Francisco? It looks like San Francisco. It looks like, yeah, it looks like the Bay. Yeah. yeah. San Francisco, but, but everyone's animals and everyone has animals that stand upright and wear clothes apart from fish who are still small. And just fish. And just fish. Well, I noticed... Uh, a scene with an aquarium and like oh there was um an aquarium at, at a restaurant yes and the fish weren't like let us out there was like octopus or something in the walls just hanging out yeah but they weren't and i was wondering yeah is that their job <laughs> or are they or are fish in this world just fish what do they but eat? then but then a prawn did audition that's true okay for the, <laughs> for the talent show so there are questions uh unanswered questions okay i this I have an overarching question, but maybe we should explain a little bit more about the movie. So it's, uh, yeah, it's set in, in modern day San Francisco. Everyone's, except everyone's an animal. Think normal life, but instead of every, but the only difference is that everyone is a different animal. Um, that's the only difference. And that doesn't affect their kind of personality or anything like that. No, you would almost not notice it. Um, it was almost as if the script didn't have that there were animals in there yeah. and they kind of got an animators who found it hard to draw people. There isn't a single 
like animal joke. There's no, maybe maybe this is a very progressive. Maybe the maybe this maybe this is you know they're, they're like we're gonna take the high road. These are people, albeit the animals, and I want no jokes about them being animals. There aren't many jokes in the film in a film for children. There's a, a glaring scene where um. Uh, a buffalo is excluded from the singing competition because he does too many farts, and it it's tonally off. It, it's not, and the rest of the film seems to be a serious drama about um, down on their luck people uh, <laughs> looking for one last shot through through a singing competition. That's right. And then there's this one scene where a buffalo just he gets rejected, farts a lot, and then crushes his friend. He stands on his friend, who's a snail. Um, breaks his back and then he runs to take him to the hospital and he runs farting, farting down. Go. <laughs> I wonder if he wasn't farting originally and then they thought the scene where he crushes his friend the snail is a bit much and they were like let's chuck some farts in there and it, wouldn't it suck to be the actor who plays the buffalo because he's put a lot into that and he wouldn't know about the farting because that was all added after yeah yeah Um. so yeah everyone's uh, coming together to audition for a singing, a singing competition at a theater. It's actually quite com- quite a complicated story. Should we try and explain? It, okay, it? yeah. the The film is like a sprawling Robert Altman uh, style drama with so many characters, and they're all introduced in this kind of huge opening scene. It's very ambitious. Let's let's try. So the, our main character is a koala. Uh, also, all the characters have just human names, so it's not like Koali the koala, which would be quite helpful to try to remember who they are. Um, so yeah, we open with Stan or <laughs> Dave the koala. Who knows? Ryan. Uh, yeah, and he. Um, so he owns a theater which uh, is paid for by some unseen uh, rich investors who have a young son who's a sheep, and he spends a lot of time trying to convince the sheep to convince his parents to give more money. Yeah. We never meet the parents. No, the sheep. Oh, well, maybe we do in the second half. Yeah. The sheep is uh, sort of, he's like a trust fund baby. He's like quite a slacker. They're quite good friends. Yeah. And- but the sheep has his own ambitions. Uh, but, he, you know, he feels a bit lost in life. He's one of those people who comes from money and uh, finds it quite difficult to um, to find motivation in a world where he doesn't, you know, what's he going to do? He's got a big legacy to 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 uh, to live up to and 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 the koala lives in this crumbling theater with uh, his assistant who's a very elderly chameleon with a glass eye that constantly pops out providing much amusement and uh, they uh, the, the koala decides that he's going to throw a big singing competition and accidentally uh, the prize money gets said uh, touted as being a hundred thousand dollars when it was meant to be a thousand so everyone in this San Francisco, uh, with hopes and dreams, comes to audition, and, and some of the auditions these uh, there are a lot of as you say very down on their luck. Let, let's meet some of them. We've got the um, <laughs> gorilla, a young gorilla, Johnny. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Johnny John- is a British gorilla. He's British, yeah, and his dad is in a gang <laughs> of British gorillas. Yes, like they're in like a lock, stock, and two smoking barrels gag, and um, operating in San Francisco. Yes, and they're. They've got a big score coming up where there's $25 million on a boat that's coming in one night, but they, they're not sure which night. Uh, and they're trying to teach Johnny to become the getaway driver, but mm. all he wants to do is sing Sam, Stan Smith. No, it's named Sam, Stan Sam Smith. Sam Smith and, and Bruno Mars. Sam Smith and Bruno Mars songs. That's all he wants to do with his life. I hate him. He's my least favorite Yeah, character. and the dad is incredible. The dad's like, all right, Johnny. We've got a big score coming up, so you better make sure you're not doing any singing that night. And it's like why, <laughs> and it's I guess it's it's really hard for him because it's the gorilla way to be in a gang. 
Not, Absolutely. Not sing. Now we also have um, a, a mother, a pig mum. Yeah, she's she's a pig and she has 25 piglets and a husband who is uh, just terrible. <laughs> and uh, she she wants she dreams of being a singer and but she's got all these kids, you know, she's down she's she's uh, basically effectively raising them by herself. Um and then we've also got oh, she, and there's there's a one kind of huge thing where she doesn't can't get a babysitter in time to attend the singing audition. Uh so she invents the most elaborate Rune Goldberg machine to cl- clothe, feed her children. She makes it in one night, and it manages to feed 25 children and set off voice-activated things that tells them to have a good day at school. And, th- and it's she's an incredible inventor, Yeah, which isn't covered much in the film. No, she definitely could needs to be getting a lot of money for her inventions. <laughs> Maybe not. The singing is fine. I mean, everyone's very good at singing in this movie. There's no bad auditions in the film. Everyone has a celebrity singing <laughs> person playing them. Um, There's also uh, an elephant from uh, a poor neighborhood who dreams of singing, but she's very shy, and uh, she she her big thing is overcoming her immense stage fright. She has, she has a pushy grandfather yeah. who g- makes it his one birthday wish for her to um, finally get, get, let her voice be heard. But uh, she she kind of struggles at the audition and doesn't doesn't do very well and ends up becoming the stagehand. Mm. Uh, more on that later. <laughs> there's a mouse, Meanwhile, a small, there's a, a small mouse, mouse who's like a, who's like from the fifties, I think, and he wears like a Frank Sinatra hat, and all he does is um kind of rat- he could have been a rat because he's like Rat Pack. But he's a mouse, no, and no, um, no animal jokes. Just okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> please, please respect me. So he's a he's a mouse from the fifties uh, who who does uh, who plays outside a dive bar and does uh, kind of saxophone. And he's covers. in deep with some card shark bears. Well, because well, he's cause he wants to um, he wants to fuck this other mouse um, who keeps walking past his. Uh, his saxophone busking and doesn't uh, and she doesn't usually pay him any attention. So he goes to the bank and gets a, a premium credit card under the hopes that he can pay off the with the one hundred thousand dollars and he spends it all on a flash car. Um, so he maxes out a credit card. Uh, so he's in some deep credit card debt. <laughs> the mouse. <laughs> so he he um, he maxes out a credit card to uh, get in with a rich crowd and ends up this a Russian gang of bears uh, who he card sharks and ends up running away from with money to pay off his credit card debt. <laughs> so there's that story. And meanwhile, the koala and the sheep are going to see the sheep's uh, grandmother who used to be an old opera singer and is very moneyed and uh, very wealthy. And they need to get uh, her to, uh, you know, approve the, the sponsorship of the singing competition. So there is actually a, a hundred thousand dollar prize you know, this is all happened in the first half. Oh, Nick! By the way, you're forgetting the porcupine. <laughs> I have. So, sorry. Yes. <laughs> There's a porcupine um, who's in a punk band with her boyfriend, uh, and her. <laughs> but but who, she doesn't. She gets it through to the competition. Her boyfriend doesn't. Her boyfriend goes and cheats with another porcupine. Um, and then this, this 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 teenage girl is, is is struggling with like her her breakup and also being pushed into more of a pop sensibility than her true punk roots. And I, I don't know, it could go either way. She maybe she'll rebel and 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 
and stick with punk, or maybe she uh, she will f- you know fall in love this with is, pop music. This is not even the first half. Wit- this is like the first ten minutes <laughs> of this film. It is they a- throw so much information at you, so many adult problems. <laughs> it is an absolute epic. <laughs> and um, here's something I I noticed in the film and was never addressed again, and I wanted to learn so much more about Nick. An extra walking past in just uh, the background of a scene was a dog who was a nun. <laughs> Yes, I saw that. <laughs> you saw the dog, and I was like, "There's religion <laughs> in this world." <laughs> I, I, I want to know about religion in this world, and people and how a dog will devote their life uh, to serving. Um, oh to serving God. God. Was and you know what I noticed? There's no evidence at all of interspecies uh, relationships. No, everyone is with a, something of their own kind, which must make it a very strange world to live in, where there's so many variations, and you only get to like. Is this is this a thing that they don't they're just not attracted to each other or, or like surely there must be some cases where you know yeah well sometimes you're, you're born one way and sometimes you're born another you know yeah. you be and and it seems like they live in a well they live in San Francisco it's a progressive city this is the most progressive it's the rain it's the rainbow city yeah yeah where, so if what does Middle America look like <laughs> if this is the most progressive city. And maybe in the second half, they take a trip to, oh uh, my God, to, to the this... red states. Who's the president? <laughs> <laughs> what sort of animal is the president? My question, uh, my overarching question is, they're all doing covers of these like Bruno Mars, you know, Katy Perry. What are the Katy Perry of this world? Are they humans or are they an animal? of Because I would love to see that. I would love to see if Katy Perry turns up and it's like, she's a cat and it's like Katy Perry, but they would never stoop to that level <laughs> by referring to but, the fact that she's an animal. Because they're not progressive at all in this film because they're actually very speciesist. Um, very speciesist. Um, for example, the only reason Johnny the Gorilla uh, gets selected to make it to the singing competition is because he is um, first a giraffe is selected over him, and uh, Matthew McConaughey the the koala, um, who doesn't is not Australian. Why is he not Australian? <laughs> as soon as he started talking, I was like. Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman would have been a great... He can sing as well. He's known for his singing. And, well, I, and here's another theory I have about the world. I think in this world, uh, Australians are Southern Americans because, um, he, you know, McConaughey has, has, has his laconic Southern drawl. You know, uh, we all love it. And then there's a, there's a brief scene where a kangaroo, uh, a baby kangaroo auditions... Um, like a, and she has a pushy stage mom, like, but she definitely talks like honey boo boo or whatever. She was like, come on, sweetie, let's get out of here. <laughs> they're like, that's how the kangaroos fuck. And I was like, okay, well, they've just, they've, they've put their foot down and they're like, they're like, uh, Australian animals are from Texas. Uh, gorillas are British. <laughs> maybe there's, maybe there's a backstory they get into the second half where yeah. they explain that Matthew McConaughey's parents were from Australia or maybe his grandparents and they, he's actually second generation American now. And that's like, there's a whole thing where they go through like his, his, uh, well, maybe in this world, there was a big kind of mass migration from Australia to, to, uh, Texas. Absolutely. Okay, so they're not progressive because... Well, there must have been a mass migration from everywhere because all these different animals from all over the world are all here in in America. Well, uh, gorillas who start... What are they? Africa? Gorillas? Yeah. Normally, yeah. So they would have gone from Africa to England where they all got British accents. (laughs) Yeah, and then made the move to San Francisco. (laughs) Which is a real melting pot, but but, but still with a lot of prejudice. But you are only allowed to hook up with... Okay, so the giraffe gets in ahead of Johnny, and um, and uh, 
Matthew McConaughey tries to talk to the giraffe, but the giraffe can't hear what he's saying because his head is so far away because he's a big long neck. So without a without a moment of hesitation, um, McConaughey decides he can't be bothered talking to the giraffe up there, and kicks him out. That's like saying we can't. I can't be bothered lifting your wheelchair up the ramp. We're not going to have you in the singing competition. It is it is a horrific piece of discrimination. Yeah. And, and Johnny should not be taking that spot. He should be standing up and saying, no, you're going to make the effort to talk to the giraffe. It's not. He was born with a head that's far away. Do they have all, all the contestants are bipedal animals, aren't they? Like, they've got a gorilla, a pig. They're all just... St- well, pigs aren't bipedal normally. Yeah, well, unless they are, though. <laughs> are they all white? Yes. I think so, aren't they? Oh, except for the elephant. Yep. Oh, and there's a Korean pop band. <laughs> and the Korean pop band is definitely like a Korean-style animal. I'm not sure, some kind of fox uh, or like j- Japanese. Dog, it was, ja- maybe it was a Japanese. Yeah, yeah, so, I think it was possibly uh, Japanese. So the that they Japanese definitely dogs. Went. Yeah. And they haven't learned English, because they, they speak in, in to- totally in Japanese. Yes. Gosh, it's there's so many questions about this thing. Anyway, um, as we were leaving, there were kind of a few big plot points happening. Uh, the... <laughs> A llama from the bank came to visit to tell uh, to tell Matthew McConaughey the koala that he was too in debt, and um, there was his the theater was going to be foreclosed. Um, I guess the global financial crisis has hit this world. Yeah, and um, Johnny's fat cats on Wall Street. Yeah, <laughs> but not fat cats. No, no, they, they call, call them, them fat cats, cats but, but they are in fact uh, buffalo. <laughs> so they are, um, and Johnny's dad goes and robs. Uh, Twenty-five million dollars from a boat, and but since Johnny is stuck in traffic, uh, classic San Francisco, uh, he's um, not. They just drive normal cars, by the way. They Do just... birds drive? In this? <laughs> I didn't see any birds. Are there no birds? No, there. Were... Oh, maybe was there, there a, bird? a bird? No, I don't. I don't know. So many questions. I can't remember if there was a bird, but but if there was a bird, they would definitely drive. Uh, Do you think they knew? Because clearly, like they were like, whoever made this movie was just like, hey, I've got this great idea for a fun movie. It's it's animals and they're having a singing competition. Do they do they did they go through this when we're like when we're what we're discussing now? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. They have- Definitely not. They didn't think anything. There, there was no consideration about the, about the world uh, they live in. Terrible world building. You're not going to build a franchise out of that. You know, uh, it's, it's no Star Wars, sir. It's a, and I would and I you know these are things. If they make a sequel, and this seems like it'll be successful. It's got all the it's got all the ingredients. It has so many songs in it. Yeah, it seemed it was very expensive to make. Maybe that's where they spent all the money on songs. They had to write it in, in half an hour. <laughs> they had to make it up in the booth as they went along. Recorded it and then added the animals thing in afterwards. Yeah, maybe the animals thing was a last minute visual note. No, we've already recorded all the voiceover. Yes, we can make them all animals. Will that change anything? No. <laughs> um, and so Johnny's stuck in traffic and the cops who are run- all rhinoceroses. All policemen are rhinoceroses. Yeah, what's what if a bear wants to be a cop? 
It kind of bear has to be a Russian gang member, apparently. <laughs> oh man, this is a very. This is, how do you navigate this world? And uh, all dogs are all nuns' dogs. We only saw one nun. Well, we can extrapolate. Yes, that they must all be. <laughs> With the, who was the waiter? The waiter. Oh, there was a, a butler. Was a penguin, which yes, made sense. A waiter to me. was a monkey. Did we ever see two species working? No, that's one the thing. job. You never saw two species sharing the same job. No, like the koala has a, a assistant who's a chameleon, but it's com- assistants are chameleons and theater owners are koalas. <laughs> <laughs> you know this, Nick. Um, no, but no, they can have different jobs because he said that koala's dad was a car washer. Okay. In a flashback to his elderly father, who. Oh yes, yes, yes. His oh, God, I can't believe we only saw how. By the way, we saw an hour of this is a two-hour film. Yeah, well, it's, it's at least. <laughs> this is a right. Uh, so the, Johnny's dad's gone to jail. The theater's about to be closed down. What is going to happen in the second half? Well, we can only guess, which is exactly what we'll do after this break. Walkout Boys is currently between sponsors. Maybe you'd like to sponsor it. If you're a business, let us know. Uh, until then, we're going to sponsor, uh, make up a sponsor. Yes, this week we are sponsored by Captain Captain jo- Joe's old lawn trimmings. What, just the trimmings? Yep, just a big bag of lawn trimmings from okay. Captain Joe. What do, you, what do you do with them, Captain? Well, I'll come round to your house, sir, and I'll, I'll drop them over the fence. Well, so, like, say, say uh, someone in the house is nagging you to mow those lawns. Well, all you need to do is get a big old bag of lawn trimmings piled up in a corner. Looks like you've done them. No one's the wiser. <laughs> and so, and they'll be like, well, it seems like the lawn's the same length. You go, I know, it looks like that, but I definitely did it. Look at that big old pile of trimmings. Thanks, Captain, Captain Joe. Joe. Captain Joe? Captain Joe. Captain Joe. So, thanks. Uh, make sure you pick up. And if you could head on to CaptainJoe'sLawnTrimmings.com and enter the code WALKOUTBOYS, uh, you get your first... Big old bag, big old sack, big old sack. Sorry, uh, for only thirty-seven dollars. Yep, no backsies. Well, welcome back to Walkout Boys. Uh, so we are now talking about the second half of the movie Sing, and we last left our hero Johnny, one of our many heroes. This, I mean, who is a hero? Who is a villain? Everyone is complicated in this vast, sprawling world that we inhabit. Um, Johnny, his his par- his dad and his gang had been arrested by rhinoceroses. Um, we cut to, to them in jail. So Johnny's- well, well, we see the court case play out. Well, of course. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, we do. I mean, we are very familiar with uh, animal court cases. Um, uh, it's a kangaroo court. Um, but no kangaroos. But no. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a hung jury, um, and there's, 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 there's talk like, oh, you would think, oh, maybe that could be some sloths hanging. Uh, yeah, or bats yeah, <laughs> hanging yeah, upside yeah, down a jury. Yeah. But no, uh, there is- they're just a, literally a jury who cannot decide <laughs> on. Uh, it's very, it's all, and the legal system is exactly as our own. Now, if it's a jury, do you have to be judged by a jury of your peers? Does that mean other gorillas or? Are your peers like how do the people class their peers? Yeah, I, well, I guess it has to be. It's a jury full of gorillas, British gorillas. Okay, so you meet the jury and they're like, "All right, I don't. Did all he right, do it? All right, I don't think he did. All right, uh, come on, he's a notorious. He's, he's twenty five million dollars. All right, he's and because they're all. But here's the thing: 
because the, all everyone is the same and does the same job, all of the jury of his peers, they're all gang members as well, <sighs> and they want to get him off the hook. So um, there's a real kind of the the jury's pretty much been bought. Yeah, and um, the, the 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 judge is a is a rattlesnake, <laughs> and uh, but you you think he'd bang his rattlesnake? No, no he has a gavel. He has well. a gavel, uh, which he wraps his. He doesn't have arms, but no. he has a hat and a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and the bailiff is uh, a, a, a is a chicken. Okay. And uh, the lawyers are weasels. Oh, that's a great little. It's a good bit of piece of parody, yeah, but they're very um, professional. They're very professional. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, they're, they're they're um they're working for the state, you know. For the they these guys are not the ones taking them down. They're not highly paid lawyers. It's the the gang members who have the highly paid lawyers. Mm, exactly. Who are crocodiles? Crocodiles. Yeah. Very trustworthy crocodiles. <laughs> yeah, very good crocodiles with <laughs> a keen love of the law. So it's a, it's a very full on legal case. Um, and Johnny, obviously, he's 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 brought in as a witness to say that his dad was with him. And he's like, and his dad's like, you've got to do this for me, Johnny. You've got to say that your old man was with you at your singing competition. And he's like, but you weren't, Dad. You've never come to any of my singing competitions. So like, don't send your old man into the clink. You know what they do to gorillas in there. What do they do to the gorillas? The same thing they do to every every animal. <laughs> Just uh, harshly, it's you know, a bit of violence. Try and rehabilitate and, them. Yeah, <laughs> long... Make them work in a washroom or something. <laughs> um, and so Johnny, but Johnny's, you know, they've got another rehearsal that he's having to drive back and forth across town to try and be it both for. It's a, it's it's a real nightmare, but of course this movie doesn't uh, doesn't focus on one th- any one thing at any one time. We no. swoosh across the city to see just how the uh, vaudeville rat mouse is dealing with the Russian uh, bear bear gang. Yeah, and, and he's uh, he's in a warehouse. He's tied up. He's been brutally <laughs> yeah. Beaten. There's like a, there's like a hanging light bulb over yeah. the top of him, and they're like, "Where's our money? Where's our money?" And of course the the the. The mouse is like, I don't got it. I don't got your money. There's no way. There's no way I can get you just that money. Me, just give me one. I, just let me win, win the singing competition. I'll get your money. I'll get you. And they're like, prove you're good enough to sing. And then like a piano starts playing. And he's like, fly me to the moon. And let me, because like many, most of this film is very serious, moving bits of singing with no mm. jokes or, yeah, yeah. or fun stuff for kids. Yeah. Um, so it's like, let me play among the stars. And he does like you know he does a a classic uh, cover where you just change up how it's sung to make people go ooh, um, and then he just moves the beers they they're just like they're crying yeah they're like back in the old country this song was very important mm. to us because in this world uh, the old country for the beers uh, is is Russia but Russia never was never communist so they actually had a lot of American art during during the fifties and sixties mm. and uh, Russians yeah love like yeah they but were- because they take it as red like you know that's a known fact in this movie they actually don't they don't really go into it it just kind of doesn't make sense <laughs> yeah, for yeah you sit there going wait for the old country <laughs> <laughs> um, meanwhile uh, across town again um, the uh, the porcupine, uh, who's just um, she's she's just been dumped by her. She's dumped her. Found her boyfriend cheating, and yeah, she's, well, she's having a she's gone on a real bender. She's been pushed into into pop music, and she doesn't know if she wants to do that. So she yeah, she goes on a bender. Like she's yeah. um, she's out, she's drinking. Um, she's drinking with other porcupines. Yeah, and she's kind of just like making out with this guy at the kind of. Just shoving him up against the bar, and like the guy's kind of like, "Look, something's not right with you. I know you, and like you're beautiful. You're beautiful." He tells her, "Like, and I want to go home with you. I swear." But 
you're not doing this for the right reasons, are you? Yeah, and the kids, like, the kids love this scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would cut to her just like crying uh, in a dumpster, like yeah. by a dumpster. And, and uh, there's a guy kind of holding her spikes back. So, oh, yeah. so she doesn't get vomited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, we switch across town. <laughs> with, with the pigs are divorcing. Yeah, Finally. well, it, 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 you could kind of see it coming. Because, uh, you know, that the pig dad didn't even notice... When, when his wife was gone for like a week and she made that rude Goldberg machine, <laughs> he didn't even notice that she wasn't there. And, and so, yeah, we... And, so we, we see, and that, like, she wants full custody of the 25 And he's like, he's like, he's like, no, he's like, I work my ass off. We cut back to the court again. <laughs> and we're back. At, we're, we're, in, we're in family court now. Yeah, it's Kramer versus Kramer. Um, who gets custody of the 25 piglets? The 25 yeah. piglets. Then and the, she's just sobbing. She's sobbing. And she's like, you were never there. The judge is an owl. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's real dumb, and uh, the the uh, the bailiff is uh, just a, a swarm of ants, <laughs> just uh, all piled up to make one person that wears a shirt and a hat. <laughs> it's uh, it's yeah, and all the all this while, Matthew McConaughey is like. Oh man, why is nobody? We've got a big competition. Like he doesn't, he doesn't give a shit about these people. He, he's going to ruin. He wants. He just wants to make money for his theater. He's he's greedy. He doesn't care about these people and if they're good singers or if like how their lives are going. He just wants to put on a show, and, and they've got to impress that old uh, sheep, <laughs> the dame Nana, who used to be an old opera singer. Yeah, of course, of course, Nick. <laughs> we know this. <laughs> so <Okay>. just reminded <laughs> you. So everyone's caught. They, they settle their court. All the court cases are settled in a fun montage. Um, <laughs> yeah, not everyone gets what they want, though. Like, you know, no. she actually doesn't. She gets custody of 12. Split, split custody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tw- 12, 12 piglets. Yeah. Um, and she has to, you know, t- you know, she has to count them off and decide which one of them gets to go to market and which one of them. Hey, yup. <laughs> And, uh, you know, she moves a uh, house um, from a, and she has to downgrade her house because she's lost a lot of money. So she's, she's going from, from a brick house to a, um, a stick. <laughs> no, because there's no animal jokes. <laughs> that would be a fun joke. <laughs> but it's not in this movie. She, it's just a very, she has to move to a smaller apartment. And uh, you see her shopping around a few apartments and looking at the price and the realtors are there. Yeah. And it's just, just real human problems. <laughs> for these fun, cute animals. Um, anyway, so we head towards the big climax. You know, it's the big singing competition. Mm. Um, and, and just before it, like on the night before it, everyone's, you know, cuts all this set. Everyone's in a very dark third act place. You know, everyone's very low. Um, our, our friend Johnny, his dad, you know, went away in the end. He went into jail. Um, and Johnny's, he's, he's at a bar. He never does not even drink, but he's at a bar and he's and he's drinking and he's all sloshed and and then who should he run into but um, Porcupine Girl, you know, um, Lola or whatever her name is, and um, and they start talking about you know their their problems and stuff and, and they they open up to each other. They do a little uh, montage, a uh, little duet. Um, oh, uh, what song? Uh, they don't go back in my heart. <laughs> yeah, but it's like real sad. I wouldn't if I tried. Oh my god, it's beautiful. Yeah, and anyway. It's the day of the competition, and they and Johnny wakes up. Oh, he's late, and he rolls over. Ow! What's that? Oh man, he he's, slept. He slept with a porcupine. With a porcupine. It's never. It's never been done before. This. It's not. The, du- it's not done. It's, it's not, not the done thing. And, and, and they look. They're like shit, shit, shit. And she's like, maybe we we don't tell anyone, and we we just go ahead. He's like, no, we can't just go ahead. 
This changes everything. Everything. And he looks at her and, and the tear in his eye. And he's like, but I, I liked it. I like you. And she agrees. Yeah. And they have, they're going to walk out proud, hand in hand. And they walk out. They walk out of the restaurant. The TV cameras are all over them. They're like, "What? It's been done. It's 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 disgusting." You know, the rhinoceros police. They don't know that. They don't know the protocol because it's not illegal. It's just never been done. Yeah. And this the the TV attention goes all across all across the nation. And we 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 go inside a red state bar <laughs> where they are not happy. They are angry. Yeah. And then we see um a, a large. They're all um uh, like. Sort of bucks like horses. <laughs> no, 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 they don't say that. They just use English language. And then um, we see uh, news coverage of, of them, the gorilla and the porcupine hand in hand, and a rem- we see a remote turn it <gasps> off, and we pull back. We're in the Oval Office. Oh my God. That's right. And the president is a human. <gasps> what? What? That's right. Oh my God. And that's right. And he's like, there's trouble in Animal City. Oh, so it's just one city. It's what, yeah, it's self-contained. They've they've rounded up the talking animals because um, they didn't want the humans. Get this, didn't want them to integrate with us because animals. Yeah. This and it's set years in the future. Yeah, yeah. And animals had evolved to become smart, oh my intelligent, and humans were threatened by that. And and, and put a senator comes in and he says, "President Doolittle, we've got a problem." <laughs> We need to send an ambassador. <laughs> so it's Eddie Murphy's Doctor Doolittle is the president, <laughs> and um and and they realize the animals are getting too smart because what they had done was they'd put it's kind of like Hunger Games, I guess. They'd put all these animals in this one city and just give them giving them all these menial human problems and kind of lazy like just throwing together uh, things from from movies like the mm. British gang well, members a, a, and they they thought like you know what's the harm we've we've got all these animals together they're getting along fine but the problem the, the thing they never should have done right was give them human music because that's the thing that really moves us. You know, if you think about the most brilliant times in your life, the most important times, there's yeah. always a song. Katy a, Perry, Bruno Mars, always oh, there. They're always there for you. And they are humans in this real in this world. Yeah. So the, these animals listening to this human music, it's made their brains, their, 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 their emotional brains have swollen. They've, be, they've been able to grow as, 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 yeah. as animals. But not fish. Not fish, no. no well, no. fish are in water, so they can't hear the music. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck fish. So this is the problem. Like they, they never should have done this. And this singing competition, if you know, if it goes, if it gets broadcast through all of Animal City, who knows what might happen? But it's too late. The competition starts, and all the animals start listening to uh, John Legend's "All of Me" by uh, by the Gorilla. You know, um, you give me all. Oh god, it's it's amazing, and all and all the animals of every creed hear it, and their minds start to expand. They start to see the beauty in each other they hadn't seen before. And guess what? what? The animals just start kissing. Oh my god! Yeah, San, San Francisco slash Animal City truly is a rainbow city, baby. It truly is. These animals. Oh god! Oh, there's a snake kissing a rat. Oh yeah, there's a a frog kissing a moose. There's a, a chihuahua kissing a sloth. There is a cat. Kissing a mouse. What? Whoa. What? What? They, keep going. <laughs> okay. There's a. There's a. There's a. There's a crab uh, kissing a um, man, 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 manatee. <laughs> wow. <laughs> there is a uh, sea anemone. 
Oh, so we are in the fish world. It's going into the fish. <laughs> yeah. It was so powerful that it is actually penetrating yeah. the fish yeah, world. Yeah, it's penetrating through the water, such as the beauty of John Legend's <laughs> hit song, All of Me. The fish can hear it. There's a sea anemone kissing a... Uh, Venus flytrap. Whoa. <laughs> plants as <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> then the plants, the plants start coming to life. Yeah. Cut to the president. Um, uh, president Doolittle. This is, <laughs> the, the plants are coming to life now. What are we going to do? And he says, launch the nukes. <laughs> and, um, and then this, it's kind of, maybe it's satire, maybe it's not, but like there's a beautiful final scene of the film is the haunting Final notes of John Legend's All yeah. of Me. The gorilla and the porcupine um, sort of holding hands, Ho- kissing. Yeah. What do I do without your smile now? As um, we see uh, all this other sound drops out apart from the song. And um, we see the president. Um, he, he's got the football nearby, you know, the nuclear new, new football. Yeah, they, yeah. they open it up. Um, he authorizes the code. The, 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 the plants are slowly coming to life. They're, the plants are ripping their feet. The plants out are of the putting ground. on hats and ties. <laughs> Eyes. This is the way you know something and, and, alive. And the, the vice president nods at the president. They, there's nothing else they can do in a nuke. Um, and as as the uh, gorilla and the porcupine hold hands and kiss one last final time, a light glows in the distance. We know it's coming, but we don't need to see it because this movie's subtle. End. Oh my god. Wow, and you know what? There's no music in the final credits. It's just silence. Yeah, well, out of to, out of respect to the victims, <laughs> there's pictures of just you know, like Hiroshima. There's like pictures of like just animal shapes against the wall. Mm, yeah, and there's um, and uh, uh, next to it, there's a black and white photo of each of the animals uh, with like the the date of birth to their um <laughs> to the to two thousand uh one hundred and seventeen, which is when the movie set. In the future, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's when the animals have developed. My God. God, man. What a what a beautiful film. Sing. More like cry. <laughs> that's, and that's what I imagined the reviews said after that <laughs> ending. <laughs> How did we do? Have you seen Sing? What a ridiculous film. I Like, go see it just to believe it. It's, uh, I don't know what they were thinking, uh, who they made it for, but it, it's, it exists. Someone made it. Lots of famous people got involved. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I loved I loved how I just, I was like, they just fully committed to this, <laughs> to this thing. And at no point they were like, well, maybe it doesn't make sense that they're animals. <laughs> they just kept going. And I loved it. Yeah. I had a great time. I, I, I had a great time as well. Um, hey, uh, Merry Christmas. Oh, Merry Christmas. Probably after Christmas when this has been being uh, released. But uh, it's the end of the year. Uh we're going to have a little holiday. Yeah. It's beautiful New Zealand it. summer. We're going to not walk out of a movie for a couple of weeks. Mm. Uh, so, you know, don't don't go crying when there ain't no pods in your in your app uh, for a couple of weeks. But we will be back because uh, apparently they keep making movies. Yeah. They keep making movies. We'll keep seeing half of them. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, and if you enjoy the podcast, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Awesome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you're thirsty for another, why not try The Male Gaze? It's the Male Gaze! 
creepy guy who films Keira Knightley at her wedding because mm. he's in love with Keira Knightley. Yeah. But he's been giving her the cold shoulder because he can't deal with his feelings. I reckon if that was made today, he'd be in love with the groom, the groom. 100%. But and then also, they- it's a shame that that storyline wouldn't have to be so pervy. Like, yeah. I've been filming you from a distance, even though it's kind of like, oh, I love you, like, you straight man. I mean, they should have just had a beautiful gay storyline. They should have. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.